Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to our match preview show. And um, we're previewing one match today because I think the other games, uh, there's this, I mean, at least the other the teams, the games are in the big teams. I think there's uh, probably not as much to preview. There are subplots and, and stories there as well, but we're going to focus on one game today. We're going to focus on Arsenal against Manchester United. Um, a historically big clash once upon a time. I mean, I'm old enough to remember that these used to be title clashes once upon a time. Uh, then they became top four uh, clashes. Then there was a time when they were mid-table clashes. Uh, uh, brief time, very brief. But, uh, I mean, you know, it's the evolution of this. It's a historic rivalry. It's a big one. I think a lot of United fans uh, do want to win against Arsenal. I think a lot of Arsenal fans want to win against Man United as well. So it's still something that holds a lot of weight um, for the fans, at least the game. And uh, this season is no different. I think it's, it's a very interesting clash. I think this is now a top four clash. I think we have to say... Um, just based on Arsenal's form in the last few weeks, I think this is now a top four clash uh, because I think if Arsenal win this, there's a really, really good chance for them now to, to bring themselves back in that conversation for the top four. You know, and, and, and there are reasons for that. And I will talk about that in a, in now in a little bit, but I'll go through the team first and then I'll tell you why uh, this is such an, a significant clash now. But I mean, let, let's start with, uh, with Arsenal. Let's start with the home team first. Let's start with Arsenal. Um, the, you know, contrast that to a month ago when everything seemed like, you know, you, you had this Man City defeat and everything looked just doom and gloom for Arsenal. It just looked like, where's, where are they going to go next? How long is Arteta going to last in the job? Is he going to be sacked? What's going to happen? They come up against Chelsea and they just beat them. They just steamroll them. It's a massive win that they get. And fast forward now, the Chelsea manager is no longer there. The Chelsea, Chelsea has changed their manager. I mean, they've gone and changed their manager and... Uh, Arsenal are going sort of from strength to strength. They had a bit of a setback in the FA Cup. I think that was largely because of the fact that they don't have squad depth. But um, I think they have got 12, 13, 14 now good players that they don't need, if they don't have to rotate too much, and a lot will depend on what happens with the Europa League. But I think if they don't have to rotate too much, I think they've got a good enough squad that uh, from the next uh, nine, nine, 18 games, I think they can easily look at about 10 or 15 wins from those 18 games. I think they've got a good enough squad to, to get somewhere around that, that number between 10 to 15 wins from those 18 games. And then that may be enough for them to at least seal a top six spot, uh, maybe even look at a top four spot. But I think they've got a, they've got a good enough, uh, you know, team. There are obviously injuries and things like that will play a part. But if they can keep those 12, 13, 14 players fit, I think they've got a good chance, as any, of, of getting into the top four. Uh, but I think there's a, there's a very subtle look. Obviously, there's lots of injury concerns. I mean, I always hate the word when people say it's a doubt. Because to me, that's just like, sometimes this feels like managers play mind games. And, and, you know, it's hard to say what's real and what's not. I think Tierney being a doubt, I think he will start. Um, Partey being a doubt, he will start. Uh, ML Smith-Rowe being a doubt, he will start. I mean, I'm just assuming that all the doubts are going to start. And that they're just like, you know, trying to get, oh, you know, maybe he's not going to play and we don't know. Trying to befuddle the opposition. So I think those three will start. Um, I think Aubameyang, um, it's a bit of a different issue. He's had a family issue. Um, so that's a little bit of a, a question mark there, I think. I, I still think that he will probably start. Um, I think he'll probably, you know, come back and play this game. Maybe, maybe not, but we'll see. But I think he will start. Um, and then uh, you've got obviously the other players. I, I think I think the Arsenal lineup pretty much picks itself um, in some cases. And you've got, uh, I think Aubameyang, Lacazette, and Saka will start. If Aubameyang is unavailable, then I think Martinelli will come in uh, to play that side. I don't think Odegaard is going to start. I thought Odegaard was a number ten, but apparently he's uh, more of a uh, right winger these days. I don't think he's going to start. I think Saka should keep his place. I think he deserves to keep his place on the right. So I think Martinelli will come in on that left-hand side. So then you've got that three. Um, and, I, and, I, and I don't think the drop-off is huge from Aubameyang to Martinelli. I think, I think that's not, not, not that huge of a drop-off. So I think that that should be fine. 
Um, and then you've got uh, Emil Smith-Rowe, I think Partey and Xhaka will probably start. I think he's going to go with two CDMs um, against United. I think that's just what he's going to do because I think that just makes sense. Uh, and then uh, the defense, I think, pretty much picks this up. I think you're going to go with Rob Holding and, uh, and Gabriel. Uh, maybe David Luiz comes in uh, instead of Rob Holding. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but... Uh, I, I I think I think holding and 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 uh, Gabriel have been doing pretty well, so I I would uh, I would figure that those two will probably um, hold the fort down there, and then you've got uh, uh, Berwin and uh, Tierney starting on either side. So again, that's that that's what it is. I think that's going to be Arsenal's lineup. It looks so settled, doesn't it? It just looks so settled, and I think that's something we haven't talked about Arsenal for a long time. They look so settled. They look in good form. They're really kicking. And I think the Southampton win was really important because they came back from one 0 You know, it's so easy. Uh, you know, when you're 1-0 against, uh, down against a team that's beaten you just a few days before, heads can drop, but they didn't let it drop. You know, they, they went ahead, they, they went for it, they went ahead, they won the game very convincingly 3-1. And not just that, they had a few finished players for home. I thought Cedric did really well. I know he had a lot of criticism, but he did really well. Um, Saka, again, continuing his great form. Pepe scored a goal as well. So they've got players now that are peaking at the right time. They've got players that can now, uh, you know, that, that, are, that have found some bit of form. So even if they do miss a couple of crucial players, the players, if they do come in, they're going to feel, you know what, we're in good form and we've got something that we can build on. So I think that I think that Southampton result could very well be uh, a defining moment. I don't think it's going to be a turning point because I think the turning point was the Chelsea result. But I think this could be a very defining result uh, for Arsenal going forward, the Southampton win. But we'll see. We'll see how, you know, time will tell. Time will tell what happens there. But I thought that was really good. Now we come to Man United. And I didn't do the pre. I didn't do the reaction for the United um, Sheffield game. I had something else that day. I think maybe mercifully. I think that probably was a good thing. That probably was, I, I don't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing. But I mean, you know, and this is typical United, right? They they go and they beat Liverpool in a, in a game. I, I I didn't think that performance was anything worth writing home about. To be honest, against Liverpool, I think they they had a lot of issues defensively that Liverpool failed to capitalize upon. Liverpool had their own issues defensively, which allowed United to score three goals that they probably should not have scored. Um, they probably only deserved a goal out of that game. I think the other two goals were really errors. There was a free kick and, and you know, an error from Reese Williams. So I don't think it was it was great performance, but you had this belief that United can just pull things out of the hole, that they can always drag themselves out of the holes that they dig for themselves. They can do that. And you just thought there was something there. And then it's typical United. They go to Sheffield United, the bottom team, and they just go and lose. It obviously didn't happen time and time again that they've done it. And they just show that that's, that's what they're capable of. That's what their level is. So I think... As many questions as, as uh, the Liverpool game seemed to have answered, I think now uh, this uh, game against uh, Sheffield has probably thrown up even more questions. So what happens? I mean, it, there's obviously going to be reactions. And I think the biggest one, the, the issue for me is the problem that, that the game, that Sheffield game has thrown up is, is around the fact that there's one, one critical area that will need to be addressed before the game. And based on what he decides, that's going to decide whether they win or lose the game. The problem is where there was a decision to make. Now, there doesn't look like there's going to be a decision to be made. So the, the biggest thing is central defense. Who starts in central defense? It's Harry Maguire. And who's going to start with him? Is it going to be Eric Bay? Is it going to be Victor Lindelof? Or is it going to be Axel Tuanzibi? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, Eric Bay supposedly has a knock that he picked up in training. Now, normally I say this. He's a doubt, which means he should start. But then the issue with Bay is it's never, you know, something as innocuous as a knock. Could could be you know some could could end up costing him two three months of his career. That's the way he has gone throughout his career. So I don't know about that. Um, even if he was fit, will um Solskjaer decide that I would rather pick Lindelof because Lindelof is uh you know is is his fall guy. Is the guy that he always goes to. It's Maguire and Lindelof, and he doesn't know what to do. That's his answer. Um, but then Lindelof apparently has back problems of his own. Um, but I, again, he's a doubt, so he probably would start as well. And then you've got if if neither two of those start, then you've got Tuanzibi. 
Um, and can he start? I don't think Tuan Zibi will start. If Bai or Lindelof are good to go, Tuan Zibi doesn't get a start. That's quite obvious. Even if Bai or Lindelof are about 70-80% where, where there's a risk that they might get injured, but they'll play the game, I think he'll play them. I think he'll get them. I think, I think Tuan Zibi's uh, time is up as a centre-half. For now, I think his, his time at United as, is up as a centre-half. He might have to go on a loan um, at the end of the season, see if he can rebuild his career. But I think for now, he's never going to get the run of games that he needs to establish himself in the team. That's just not going to happen. And we've seen now that giving him a game here, giving him a game there, it's, not, it's just not going to work. It's not going to work with him. So I think, I think for him, uh, that, that's an issue. But then there's another problem issue where he might be a solution. But we'll talk about that in a second. Um, I, I, I think it will be Maguire and Lindelof. I think the who will start. I don't think it will be Bai. I think it will be Lindelof. And once you start Maguire and Lindelof, you've already lost the game, I think, from United's point of view. So I think that's... And I, don't, and I think in this case, I don't even think he has an option. But I think even if he had an option, he probably would go with Maguire and Lindelof. And I think that will cost him the game against Arsenal. So that's 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 going to be what's going to happen there, those two. I think Luke Shaw will come in. He has to come in, so he will come back in. He was rested. And I think Van Bissaka was sub. But for me, Van Bissaka has not really um, done a lot. And I would like to see Axel Twanzee be started right back. I, I don't think he's, you know, I, I think playing him as a right back has two advantages. One, he's a big, he's not that bad defensively. I think defensively, he's probably at the same level that Van Bissaka is right now. And, you know, offensively, Van Bissaka doesn't offer much anyway. So maybe Twanzee might be some sort of, okay, we don't know. Um, and, and the thing is playing him right back then gets him in game sh- game sharpness and match sharpness that if you need to play him as a centre-half, uh, you can play him there. Uh, you know, that's just my opinion, but I, I just feel like it's going to be Van Bissaka starting. So that back four is going to start. And you, just, you, you just kind of know that Shaw aside, those three are, are, are going to cause do something um, that's going to cause them problems. I, I can't see those three, you know, stopping Lacazette and Aubameyang or Martinelli, whoever it is. It's going to be a real problem. And I think Saka is, is going to be a handful for, uh, for Shaw on the left-hand side. And, you know, then you've got to look at who's going to start ahead of him because now the other issue is you're going to start McDominay and Fred in midfield. Again, that's a given that that's going to happen because you're going to start uh, Lindelof and Maguire then you have to start McDominay and Fred in, uh, in, in, in midfield. Again, you know, just, just the reaction to what has happened at Sheffield is the fact that they tried to be a little bit more offensive and he's got burned. So now he's going to go back to what he knows, which is trying to park the bus and hit on the prick. So you're going to start McDominay and Fred in midfield. So where do you put Pogba? And do you put Pogba as, a, you know, you've got to play Pogba as a winger. And the reason why you have to play him as a winger, again, these are things, there's so many questions that have popped up. You have to play Pogba as a winger because Martial does not deserve to start this game. He should not be anywhere near the starting lineup um, for this game. He, you know, he's been abysmal for a while. We've said this on the show as well. He's not looked at it this season at all. Maybe it's complacency. Maybe it's something else, but it has been a problem. So you can't start Martial. Um, you probably would not start Greenwood in a game of this magnitude. I'm, I might. It's, it's, it's probably, yeah, he's probably not going to start him either. So then you've got to start Pogba as a winger because that's the only other option unless you bring in Daniel James. I wish you'd bring in Daniel James, but then Daniel James would have the same problem that Tuan Zibi had where he has not played a lot of games. So you're looking at Pogba and then you're looking at Rashford and Cavani as the other two. So who, where do you play Pogba? Do you play him on the left? Do you play him on the right? If you play him on the right, Tierney is going to have a field day on that side where he's going to keep bombing up and down and Van Bissaka will have no answer what to do to him, to, to him and... Uh, and how to deal with him and, and Aubameyang on that side, if Aubameyang plays, or Martinelli. So, you know, that side's going to be locked. If Pogba starts on the left, then Saka has a free run on that on, on that side, uh, you know, where he can do whatever he wants. You know, where he's not going to be providing much support to Shaw, so Fred will have to probably do that. So, I mean, there's it, so many questions. And then if you, you know, so so I I just I just see that that's going to be the front three. It's going to be Rashford, Cavani, and Pogba. I think Pogba might start on the right. Um, just the way that they played against Liverpool. I thought that was a good decision because uh, Rashford has the beating of Alexander-Arnold, but I think he might just say that Pogba should play on the left and let Rashford play on the right. 
um, just just to provide a little bit more support uh, and pace for Mandisaka, you know, defensively to help him against Tierney. But I don't know. I mean, either way, I don't see that being much of a game changer to what the result will be. Um, so just looking at the fact that United has so many questions and there's not a lot of answers around and how they actually set up. Um, I just feel like this this game has Arsenal been written all over it. I, I think that's the, I, I read this comment and I said, yeah, that's, that's true. I, I can I can I can only see one result and that's Arsenal winning. I think it's going to be three one. I, I think the one goal will be a lucky goal for United. I think I, I would even say three nil, but I think maybe it'll be three one uh, to Arsenal. But it's going to be a win. It's going to be a win for Arsenal. I just I can't. I I just feel like this is you know the problem for United. This has been a real consistent issue um, that has been there is the fact that United when they win. Everything seems hunky-dory. Everybody thinks that it's all great, but they never, they've never looked convincing in any of the wins that they have got. I think you can probably count on one hand the number of times those have been convincing wins. That none, not, not, not many. I think maybe the Leeds one probably, and maybe the Newcastle one, though they got three goals in the last 10 minutes. I think those are the only two ones that have looked convincing. Every other win, there's always been, you know, some issue with, uh, you know, either it's a penalty, it's a deflected shot, it's a, you know, it's a you know a, a, a hat full of chances missed by the opposition. A, a, you know, a last minute, a daft decision by the op- by the opposition player to stick his hand out. Something or the other. So I mean, it's 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 just been one uh, one issue after the other, and I, and they never look convincing. And that you know, when you lose, that kind of you know gets magnified and it comes in focus. And so, what do you do now? So I think that's that's what's going to happen. I think that the United that's the team that United are going to play. The one that I just mentioned. It's going to be De Gea, Shaw, uh, Maguire, Lindelof, Bambisaka, Fred, McTominay. Pogba, Cavani, uh, Bruno, and uh, Rashford, and I think uh, I think it's just uh, it's 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 not it's not good enough, is it? It's just it's it doesn't look like it's going to be able to stop Arsenal. I I just can't see it. I think Arsenal, you know, they press high, they press hard. Um, they've got a lot of uh, you know they now they now look very settled offensively. Uh, Thomas Partey is is has now started to look a little the, the player that Arsenal thought they were getting. He's starting to you know impose himself on the game as well. So I I, I just can't see um, how United are going to score a goal or two. In this game, they're going to need to score at least two to win this game. That's for sure. Um, and I just can't see them scoring two goals in this game, and I can't see them keeping Arsenal out. So I mean, it's 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 yeah, it's 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 definitely going to be an Arsenal win. I think objectively speaking, it's going to be an Arsenal win. So that that's my prediction for that. I think um, just very quickly, there's other games happening, obviously, and uh, I, I I'm not picking those because I think story-wise, I don't think there's any game that's really um, difficult to predict. I mean, obviously, you know, it's a strange season and things happen. But I think City should be Sheffield United. I mean, Sheffield United might have a little bit of confidence going into this game, thinking, you know what, we've uh, beaten Man United, we've got something. But I mean, that's Man United, and, and there's Man United, and then there's Man City. And I think City will have an easy. I think it's going to be five 0 to Manchester City. I think uh, they score five goals now every game. That's that's their that's their, that's their uh, uh, quarter. So I think they're going to score five again. I can't see Sheffield scoring uh, any goals. I can't see them. I can't see City being as bad defensively anyway. Sheffield, and I don't, I don't see how they can save goals. So yeah, I think it's going to be five nil to the city. Um, it's going to be the easy. Uh, the other one um, is uh, got Chelsea against Burnley. I expect Chelsea to win. I know Burnley got a nice little result against Aston Villa, but you feel Chelsea at home now. I, I think, I think with Tuchel coming in, this is going to be the game where I think he's going to start to impose. And the last game was, you know, a little bit. He, he hadn't really taken over the team. It was just a couple of days. I think this game. We'll probably see the start of, of the real start of Tuchel's win. So I, I can I can see him pick up win. Maybe 2-0, two 2-1. Nil, two uh, but it's going to be a win for Chelsea. That's that's what I'm thinking. Um, I mean, West Ham, Liverpool. Liverpool are now back in form. Uh, West Ham actually fighting for a Champions League place too, by the way. They're fifth right now. Um, but I can I can see Liverpool now kicking on and getting that win that they need. So I can, I can see them winning uh, this one, Liverpool. I think it's going to be tight. It's probably going to be 2-1. 
Um, it's going to be tight, but I think Liverpool will pull it out. I think they'll win that game. Um, and we will have Ayush here uh, to analyze that game with us. So stay tuned. So watch, watch out for that one on Sunday. He's going to be here. And then finally, we've got uh, Brighton against Tottenham. And that's a difficult one. That That is a difficult one to predict. I think Brighton are not in uh, in very good form. Then Tottenham are not in very good form either. So what do you expect? A conventional wisdom suggests a draw, uh, but I don't like to predict draws. I, I, I like to predict winners. So I'll go with Tottenham just because of the fact of the name. It could easily be a Brighton win um, or a draw, but I'll just go with a win because I don't like predicting draws. So I'm going to go with a win for Tottenham. It's got, it might come back to bite me. But I think it will be a one, uh, a 1-0 win to Tottenham. That's what I'm going with. So um, I think that I think Brighton's issue is scoring goals and Tottenham's issue is keeping teams out after after scoring early. So we'll see what happens. I'm just going with 1-0 to Tottenham because at some point it has to work, right? At some point it has to work. So maybe it will work this this, this week. So I'll just go with the 1-0 to Tottenham for that reason. But it could easily be a win or a draw for Brighton. A win for a Brighton or a draw. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, uh, do smash a like um, if you enjoyed this video. Please let me know in the comment section what do you think is going to happen in the game today? What do you think Man United should do? What do you think Arsenal should do? What do you think the score is going to be? Let me know what you think. Uh, always love hearing from you. Want to get your thoughts on this as well. And please do remember to subscribe to the channel if you're new. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, we want to grow the channel. And your support really helps in keeping that in, in keeping that going and helping me produce more and more videos. So if you want to see more videos, please subscribe. And uh, you know you can, you can get this content amazing content all for free of course so thank you so much have a good day or night whatever time watching this enjoy the games uh, whatever whichever one you're watching please enjoy um and uh, we'll see you again tomorrow with the match reactions uh for for the last year we'll do we'll do match reactions for the Arsenal awesome man united game um and then of course we'll take it from there so thank you so much take care bye bye